This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey friends, happy Friday and welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast. Today I'm talking about leveraging community and being resourceful. Yep, I'm talking about getting free help for your business. To be honest, there is a very fine line between the appropriate way to ask for it and taking advantage of others. So I'm sharing my four best tips for building relationships that are mutually beneficial. But before we hop into that, I wanna take a minute to share some exciting news with you all. So I've been hosting one-on-one coaching sessions for the past two years, and I have to say I am in love. I've helped clients do everything from launch podcasts of their own to win over more clients, increase their revenue, and establish processes that helped their businesses run more efficiently. This is something I feel truly called to do, and I've been trying to figure out a way to scale it while still delivering the same value that I've offered on the smaller scale. So for the first time ever, I've decided to shift some of my client work and focus more on this side of the house content development, education, and personalized coaching. So with that said, as of today, my coaching application is now open for Q2 slots. If you've ever been interested in working together privately, now's your chance. Coaching clients get access to six video chat sessions over the next three months, unlimited review and feedback on projects, presentations, copywriting, or anything in between really, and a 100% customized learning curriculum based on your exact business goals, complete with worksheets, screen shares, and brainstorming sessions. So if you're interested, you can head over to adjourneyeast.com slash coaching to fill out the application. And if I determine I'd be a good fit for your needs, I'll go ahead and reach out within the next couple of days to schedule our first introductory chat to just kind of go over how the program works. And if not, no worries. I'm still putting the exact same focus into my free content, and I just may have a few other smaller projects in the works too. So stay tuned. And uh, with that said, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James and I'm your host. This podcast is a deep dive into the challenging, exciting, and oh so rewarding world of freelancing. From tips and advice to interviews with the people who are doing it right, this show is for anyone looking to get their hands a little bit dirty and make monetizing their passion a reality. Let's get started. All right, so I'm putting a disclaimer on this episode that I'm not aiming this at anybody and that I'm also not trying to be rude, but this is kind of a follow-up. If anyone has been following this podcast or my YouTube channel since the very beginning, I published a YouTube video a while back, like probably a couple years now, about what to do when people ask you to pick your brain, basically, or when they ask you to work for free. I don't know. It's it's linked in the in the show notes. You guys know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. But that YouTube video was kind of made in response to a Forbes article that was called What to Do When People Want to Pick Your Brain Over Coffee. And uh, I think this is just kind of a follow-up because I think that 
there is something to be said for asking for advice. I think it is a really smart thing to do. I'm going to be honest. I think it's something that I sort of wish I did a little bit more of when I was first starting out. And even still to this day, I know I'm not using my resources and my friends and my support groups the way that I necessarily should or could be. So there's nothing wrong with asking for help, but I care about you. I really do. Those of you who listen to this show, I genuinely want to help you. And I get so many DMs, emails, questions all the time that are just done the wrong way. And I want people to actually get a response. So that's what this episode is about. It's about the right way to ask for free help. And I know that a lot of you probably deal with this as well. A lot of you are doing the same things as I am. And I'm sure it gets frustrating because I know it gets a little bit frustrating for me. So hopefully this episode helps you kind of on both sides of the house, whether you're the one receiving a lot of these requests or you're the one asking a lot of the time. So first tip I have is to be clear that this is about business if you have a question about business. (laughs) This is like a little bit going back to high school for me or middle school, I guess. In high school, I I just didn't care anymore. But (laughs) in middle school, elementary school, I was smart. I was nerdy. I wasn't necessarily like cool by any means. And I didn't have very many friends and I still don't have very many friends. I actually moved to the Detroit area, I guess about four years ago now. But when I moved here, I only knew my partner really and a couple of other friends who have now since moved away as well. So for the most part, it's me here. Like I don't have a big support system here. I don't have a lot of friends here. Um, I don't have any family here. And so when I meet people, I get a little excited. I'm an introvert to to a T, to be fair, but you know, I'm human. I still like to have people in my corner. I still like to have friends. And so yeah, when people reach out to me and, and it seems like we'd get along, I get excited about that. And let me tell you, there have been so many times that I have thought I made a friend and they've asked me out to coffee, they've asked me out to dinner, they've asked me whatever. And it turns into a brainstorming session for their business. And I cannot tell you how hurtful that is. Um, Business people are humans, just for the record. Like we have feelings and yeah, it's, it's really hurtful. And not only is it really hurtful and kind of like humiliating and makes me, you know, feel like I'm in middle school again, but it's also just sort of disrespectful of my time. In that Forbes article that I mentioned that I kind of made that original video response to, if you want to call it that, Uh, You know, the author, she talks about, and this sounds really just blunt, I guess, but she talks about how ordering somebody a coffee is not enough to get, you know, a strategy session on social media or a brainstorming session on a business idea. And it's not. I'm sorry. If I would have known that some of those, you know, dates, if you will, those what I thought were going to be friend dates were going to actually be brainstorming sessions only to maybe me get a free cup of coffee out of it, I would say no. And it's not anything against those people. It's just, it's just, it doesn't make sense for me financially, you know? I mean, one of those times I remember I had just had a really long, like 10 hour day and I I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna go out and hang out with this person who I think is my friend. And it turned into me doing more work pro bono work after a really long day already. It was just frustrating. It's It always reminds me of, I, I know I've dealt with this a lot, I think because I'm a nice person. I don't know if any of you have, but sneak dating, does anybody know what sneak dating is? Sneak dating, 
I love having male friends. I, some of my best friends in the world are male. I see nothing wrong with men and women being friends. And so if a guy asked me out in a respectful, friendly way saying, oh, you know, uh, we're in class together. Do you want to talk about, I don't know. I don't know. That's a bad example. That's a bad example because that does sound datish. But anyway, there's there's times when it doesn't sound datish, when they'll know that I have a boyfriend or whatever, and I agree to go to coffee and then it turns into like a date. This is the same thing, just like opposite. Like I think it's going to be a friend date and it turns into business and it's annoying. Okay. Number two, going along with that, if you're going to ask someone for free advice, offer something in return. Now, I already told you how I don't really think coffee is an adequate trade for, you know, legit business advice, but at least it's something. Now, I got to be honest with you, a lot of the times when I've been sneak dated or whatever I'm calling it, business sneak dated, a lot of the times these people don't even offer me coffee or dinner. So I can't even say it's at least I got that out of it. A lot of times I'm ending up paying for my stuff too at least do that, like at the very least. But I think you really can take it a big step further as well. Uh, Some of the great, great pitches, if you will, that I've received from people looking for free advice have been, hey, Latasha, I see that you offer Squarespace design uh, as a part of your services now. That's something that I'm looking to learn as well. What do you think about me helping you out with a client site or helping you out with updates to your own site so I can learn a little bit and maybe ask you a couple of questions as well? Amazing. I will probably never say no to free help. Like if I genuinely, you know, being an entrepreneur, you always have a million things going on in your mind and a million things on your to-do list. And no matter how big your team, I can almost always find some work for you to do. Not only is it helpful to me, but it also shows that you are investing in like your career and you care and you're willing to work for it. I don't want to be that person who's like, I feel like sometimes I'm 90 years old and I'm like the stereotype of like the old person yelling at kids on their lawn, you know? Uh, (laughs) But I do have to say, I worked really hard to get to where I am. I have been a at least part-time entrepreneur since I was 20, really younger, to be honest. And I'm still not where I want to be and I'm still constantly learning and I'm still constantly trying to humble myself and learn and I still do free work for people. I actually was just thinking about a project I want to do. Um, I have a content idea that I want to start offering to clients and I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it for a client yet. So I was thinking about reaching out to my Facebook group to see if I had any business owners who needed that type of content that I could do a couple of portfolio projects for. I'm seven years into business and I'm still doing free work. So you're not above it. Nobody's above it. I don't believe that. Um, I actually had Krista Graham on the show, I think it was last season, and she has a wedding and events company. And I know her in real life too. She's great. She, I remember her talking about in her episode, she's you know in the wedding industry. And a lot of the times people in that industry will help each other out with different events and just kind of shadow each other. And they do it for experience and also to help the other person. And 
again, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's amazing. So that's been a good one that people have reached out to me for saying, hey, they'll help. You know, if I'm having an event or if I'm speaking at an event and they want to go, but maybe they can't afford the ticket or uh, they just have other questions uh, and they'll offer to help me and kind of be my assistant that day and help me manage, you know, ticketing and everything just in exchange for tickets. I've done that before. I did that. I used to volunteer at the film festival in Lansing so I could go all the time. So these are, there's like amazing things. Uh, another amazing one that always wins me over in addition to food. I can honestly be bribed so easily with food and coffee, but Instagram photos. I mean, I know that sounds really funny, but if you want advice from anybody who has some kind of a personal brand or, a, you know, an online presence, honestly, I always need content. And I think I can speak for a lot of content creators. We always need content for something. And so if you say, hey, uh, there's a really cute coffee shop that's new in town. Do you want to chat there? I'll buy you a coffee and maybe we can take some photos for your Instagram. I would probably say yes. Honestly, I'd be like, all right, sounds legit. So, you know, find, find what they need and offer to give something. Also, what are you an expert at? I'm a big believer that relationships shouldn't be one-sided. It shouldn't be like you are all knowing and you know everything and I know nothing because that's just not true. I learn from so many different people. Maybe I know a little bit more about podcasting or email marketing or social media marketing than, you know, my doctor friend does. But my doctor friend obviously knows a lot of really valuable information. So when actually one of my really good friends is a doctor and I ask him questions all the time. And therefore I never get upset when he asks me for advice when it comes to, you know, social media or anything like that video, because it's, it's like a mutually beneficial, you know, knowledge share, if you will. So just keep that in mind before you reach out to people that you're not just like take, take, taking, and you're at least offering something because you do have something valuable to give. I promise. Number three, do your research. I think out of all of these tips, this is the one that I'll be honest, grinds my gears a little bit uh, more than the others. I get questions all, all, all the time about things that I cover a zillion times on the internet somewhere. You know, I have over 500 videos on YouTube, which I understand. I do not expect anybody to watch every single one. I don't expect even my most loyal subscribers and viewers to watch all of those because some of them are really bad, let's be honest. But, you know, it is frustrating when it's something that I talk about a lot. Like, hey, Latasha, how do you get new clients for your social media management business? I swear that's the title of at least like several podcasts, several YouTube videos. Um, I talk about it in it, all the time. Every interview I do on other people's podcasts, like just do a little bit of digging and you'll find some good answers. I have a Facebook group and, you know, a lot of the times when I get these questions in my Instagram DMs or in my contact form from my website, which is really for business only and for clients, I'll get questions from people that um, don't even join, you haven't even joined my Facebook group. And that's the whole point of my Facebook group is to ask questions. And that way, if I can't get to it, one of the other members probably has some really good ideas. There are some incredibly smart and savvy people in that group. So whenever I can't get to something, somebody else does and the question is answered. So that's just a little frustrating when it's like, I don't know, you know, no research is done. So make sure that before 
you ask for free advice, you actually make sure that they haven't given it away for free somewhere else and also know what they actually do. I cannot tell you how many times also I get questions like, hey, what do you do in my DMs? Or, um, you know, somebody will, will be like, hey, I need a virtual assistant. Can you help me? And I'm like, I mean, I'm not one. I know some. Do you want a referral? Like, I don't know. It's just a little frustrating because it's it's it wastes time and it also comes off as a little disrespectful, I think. I mean, I get it if you don't understand what social media marketing is and you're asking me that, like what what exactly do you do within that realm? But when I clearly, you know, use hashtags and create videos called social media manager Q&A and have a podcast all about my career and you ask me what I do, you know, it's just it's a little it's a little frustrating. It's a little frustrating. I'm not going to lie to you. And fourth tip, which is kind of related, kind of a, a, a tie-in to that, that last point, you can always buy something first or at the very least follow them. Oh my gosh. There was, this has happened multiple times, but there was this one, one person in particular. I was doing some Instagram stories that were pretty cool as being a little experimental with my stories. When I feel like it, when I have time to put in a little extra effort, I like to use some fun apps, which I have two videos on, by the way, and I share everything, two videos on my YouTube channel. But anyway, I was doing some cool, fun Instagram stories and this this pretty large account, like larger than me, I only have 4,000 followers on Instagram. I think she had like 20K or maybe it was like 40K, but she was pretty, you know, moderate size micro-influencer blogger. Uh, she, com- you know, she replied to my story multiple times and I was really busy at that time. I, I don't know what I was doing, but I just remember being kind of like busy with work or whatever after I had posted that story. And so I didn't respond for, you know, I don't know, a while, like half a day or something. And she kept like bugging me about it. Like, like, Hey, 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 question about this one question about this. And so I finally responded to her, you know, told her how I made the story, whatever. She wasn't following me. So I have no idea how she even found my story, which was weird. Actually thinking back, that story ended up kind of blowing up and a lot of big bloggers were looking at it. So I don't know. I must've gotten passed around like a, a Facebook group or something. Somebody must've posted it and said, Hey, how does she, how did she do this? But anyway, she was asking me, I told her I have no problem like giving my secrets away or whatever. But then, you know, she went into this whole like, Oh, by the way, like I, you know, I'm looking to get more sponsors and I get so many sponsors emailing me. What do you think about X, Y, Z? How much do you think I should charge? When do you think it's time to get an assistant? When you, and like, literally I was being this girl's business advisor and it was, it, I just, it's on me partially because I should have just quit. Like I should have stopped responding, but I'm such an extreme, like, I don't know. I get extreme guilt when I leave messages unread or when I don't help, when I really have good answers for things. It's frustrating. I know. So I answered her question. Um, in between this time, let me back up. She did follow me. She followed me after I responded to her the first time. And I was like, okay, like she followed me. So that was nice. Like maybe, you know, we can be like Insta friends, whatever, support each other. And so I'll answer these questions. The second I gave her the last answer to her last question, she unfollowed me. And it's like, why? Why though? You know, like why? And I'm not one of those people. I really do not care about numbers. I do not care about having the most followers. I, that's not what's important to me. Believe me. I talk about this all the time, but, um, it's a little frustrating, (laughs) you know, it's a little like hurtful, like, okay, I'm glad I just gave you a bunch of free stuff and you can't even give me a dang follow in return. So anyway, 
don't do that. Don't be the person who asks me, hey, can you show me exact workflows that you use with clients or exact onboarding materials that you use with clients? And then when I say, I don't have any videos on that, but I do have it in my course, I outline everything, and then you just stop talking to me. I understand if you can't afford it. That, that's not, like, I, I totally get that. I'm not asking you to give me money. But you could at least say thanks for letting me know or like something, I don't know. It's like the second you tell people that you're not gonna give everything away for free, they you stop being of value to them. And that's something that is frustrating. I don't care if you don't buy my stuff, but it is frustrating to at least, I don't know, just feel like you're not worthy of even a response after you give it. So those are really my tips. You know, I try to support people that have helped me. And and again, I'm not talking financially. I actually did a whole podcast episode too, which I'll link in the show notes as well, about how to support creators that you love. And a lot of the ways are not financial. I, I just want to drive that home. I really appreciate those of you who have bought my courses, who have supported me in some way, um, who do watch the ads on my videos, things like that. I really, really, really do appreciate that. But it's not just that. There are so many little things that mean the world to me. I mean, I I notice people's names. I think sometimes we forget if you're a podcaster or a creator or whatever, which I'm not by any means like a large creator, but there are a lot of names out there. <laughs> um, and sometimes I think people forget that I recognize those names. I know who you are. That sounds creepy, but not in that way. But like, I, you know, I, I recognize you and I appreciate you just for being there, just for commenting, just for leaving reviews on the podcast, just for, you know, little things like that that are free and that just are helpful. And I do the exact same things for creators that I love and people who, big or small, who give me value and who have helped my business. There's been so much free advice that I've taken on the internet and in person that has helped my business so, so much. And I like to just say thanks. Like, that's all, just thanks. Thanks goes such a long way. Uh, So yeah, I just want to drive that home. It's not about the money. I totally get it if you can't support people financially, you know, by by paying them. Totally get that. But at least say thank you. (laughs) So those are my four tips on how to ask for free advice. I hope it was helpful for you. I I do want to ask for more free advice. I'm going to be honest with you because I do think it can be really valuable, but I do want us to do it in the right way. And uh, yeah, that's the episode. Just another reminder that my one-on-one coaching is open uh, for for applicants now. If you're interested, if you've ever been interested in working one-on-one together and really picking my brain over coffee, we can have coffee if you want, uh, virtually, that is, you can go to ajourneyeast.com slash coaching to read more about the coaching program and also fill out an application. I'm going to keep the applications open for a while. I'm not sure exactly how long. I'm not quite sure how quickly my slots will fill up, but I do want to keep, uh, you know, my client load pretty small still so that I can give really personalized one-on-one attention to everybody, of course. But yeah, you can go over to ajourneyscom slash coaching and check out those details there. I thank you so much for the support in whichever way you are able and you want to support me. It means the world to me. It really does. So thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode. And that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to let me know. Rating this podcast is a huge help and you can also tweet me at a journey east with comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. 
Lastly, make sure to join my private Facebook group, Money Making Micro Influencer, if you're interested in elevating your influence and taking charge of your personal brand. There are so many like-minded, bright individuals in there, and it's a place I love to offer up free advice and a little bit of extra fun into. You can find it by searching Facebook for Money Making Micro Influencer. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.